This is the moment we've been teasing. The Unser family, huge at Indianapolis, Indy in the month of May. Bobby Unser lost his life two weeks ago this very night, but he was always, I mean, it was a thing for him, always the first guy at the track driving across the country to his homeland of Indianapolis. He's won the Indianapolis not one, not two, but three times, and one of the most famous names ever in racing, and one of the most famous drivers ever. Bobby Unser joining the Freaks, and Bobby, I understand that you were the first in the motorhome lot there at Indianapolis Motor Speedway. you got to be pretty damn proud yeah. of that. Uh, I've never done it before. You know? <laughs> but we came back for other reasons, back to Indianapolis. And uh, so, you know, if I'm going to have the motorhome here, I might as well bring it here when I get here, you know. So did you drive that motorhome all the way from New Mexico? Yes, we did. Absolutely. Lisa and I did all the way back. Well, I did the driving. She does the navigating. Okay, so a dude that's won the Indianapolis 500 three times, do you find yourself trying to cook in that? In do you find yourself trying to cook in that RV? You know, 100, 105, 110 miles an hour. <laughs> no, we don't do that. No, no, we stop and park it, and then we eat. <laughs> and Lisa cooked me. Uh, she cooked me treats along the way, which I call snacks. You know. Yeah. And, and so she does that, so we don't have to stop. We have enough fuel where we can go almost all the way. We only stop one time for fuel coming back. See? Do you ever wish, Bobby, that you had a crew with you when you would stop with your RV so you could get in and out of the gas station in maybe 15, 20 seconds? You know, to be honest with you, I'm glad I don't. Because this way, Lisa takes care of it. She goes in and pays the bill. We don't have a credit card for those stops. We go into the truck stops, and they have special credit cards. We don't have that, so she goes inside, gives them our credit card. They make the thing work. I put it in the tank and start squeezing it. Then we put one into the other side, so we we take in about, I don't know, 150, 200 gallons both sides all at one time. I'm sensing another book needs to be written by you, Bobby Unser, The Adventures of the Unsers. You guys, kind of like the movie Vacation, you guys on the road in your motorhome. I know it. It seems like that sometimes, doesn't it? But we have a nice motorhome. And, you know, ironically, it's weird, but we only use it once a year. Isn't that awful? Wow! It's a it's it's a very big motorhome, five or forty five feet long. Costs a lot of money, and we just don't use it. You know, in other words, places where we go, we need to go by air. We have a couple of airplanes, and we usually. Use those to get places in a hurry. But as we're back here for a month or maybe a little bit longer, we need the motorhome. Now, Bobby Unser, what do you and Lisa and some of the other drivers, some of the other legends, what do you, you guys all have your motorhomes parked in the big lot at Indianapolis Motor Speedway? I know you guys have get togethers. What are some of the things that go on that the fans might not be aware of that are fun? You know, you wouldn't believe it, but it's like uh, being in Deadville. We hardly talk to anybody else. Everybody's in their own motorhome. They all have different schedules that they operate with. Most of the guys that are in here are drivers in the motorhomes, and then there's a few people like myself, and then like Roger Pinsky is in here. He's not a driver, but he bangs your own lot of race cars. So it's, it's all a group of people, and they don't socialize like you would think. You say hello to your friends occasionally, you see them occasionally when you go by, but everybody's got a different schedule. 
So their little motor home is like their little apartment or their house, something so, like that, see? You know, I've seen some of you guys, though, at the old Speedway Hotel, just having a couple cocktails, having fun. There are some times when you get together, right? Oh, yeah, lots of times like that. That's a different thing. We're talking about when you're in here with the motor home, you're not in here for a social Ah. See, you're here, you're here to, yeah, you get up in the morning, get your rear end out and go to something else. <laughs> and that's what all the drivers, they're, they're down there with their cars or hopefully they are seeing what they're doing, seeing what's going on. You know, if they didn't show a little interest in their team, yeah, they'd get fired and they'd find a new driver. <laughs> so that just doesn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> Very true. Bobby Unser, three time Indy 500 champion joining Speed Freaks. And, Bobby, of all the old-time drivers that, of course, have parked there in the lot or guys that you wish did, who would be the drunkest? Who would stumble out of their RV if there was ever a chance for them to get drunk in the RV? I don't know. You know, again, I don't ever see any of the guys in their own RVs. I never go in their RVs. <laughs> you know, they uh, if you say hello to them or see them, they're in the, everybody's got a, a golf cart. So you see them going by in something like that. And maybe some of them have their wives with them. Maybe some of them got their girlfriends. Who knows, you know? And so motorhomes usually just get left alone that way. Oh. I'm just going to say. It's weird. It's a weird thing that I'm telling you. It's hard for you to believe because everybody thinks, well, we're having a big party here. But, boy, I'll guarantee it's a long way from that. (laughs) All right, then let's go. Let's pretend like we're at a bar. You or Parnelli? Yeah, now we go. You or Parnelli Jones? Who's going to have the most fun? Well, I don't know. You know, we're not spring chickens anymore, so neither one of us drink very much. Parnelli probably drinks less than I do, so you know, to be honest with you, I don't even see him in a bar anymore. I see him around racetracks, ATVs. We used to snowmobile a lot together, things like that, but. Yeah, he does. He's never been a drinker, you know. Hmm. I drink more than he does, and I—I I don't know. I've probably only been drunk five times in my entire life. <laughs> wow, impressive! Yeah, that's pretty good. That's pretty good for me. I'll guarantee you. <laughs> Bobby Unser, three-time Indy 500 winner, joining Speed Freaks. When did you realize that driving a race car at Indianapolis Motor Speedway has just gotten too fast, or you just haven't been able? You—you you weren't able to keep up with that car. At what age? No, there was never such a case. There wouldn't be that case now. It's just my body isn't as good as it used to be. My head's still there, but my body isn't as good as it used to be. But the cars never got too fast for a race driver. That's what the idea of this whole business is, is to see who can go the fastest, however you have to get there, or whatever it takes to do it. It's going to be the car. A lot of good drivers here, incidentally. Lots of good drivers. The problem is that not all the cars are absolutely equal. Not all the mechanics are equal. And what it comes down to is teamwork. Who makes the best team between the driver and the mechanics, the car owner, that stuff. That's what makes the difference, usually. Bobby Unser, we hear a lot of veterans, some other forms of sport, basketball, football, baseball, talking about the changes in their sport nowadays. What changes do you see in motor racing that kind of disappoint you that you would like to see go back to the way they were when you were racing. You hit the nail on the head now. And 
And of course, there's there's uh, there's a number of things I don't like now. There's too much the cars being spec cars. Meaning that meaning the cars are literally all the same. No matter what the paint jobs look like, the cars are virtually the same. They're made by the same people. They're they're built by the same people. Uh, everything is the same on the cars except the paint jobs. And then you've got two engines. Now you've got a Honda and a Chevrolet. That's the only difference. And they both run so close together, you wouldn't believe it. Especially when you figure that the drivers are really good drivers. If you get two good drivers running one in a Ford, or excuse me, one in a, in a Chevy and one in a Honda, and they're running right together, yeah, they'll be running about the same speed. So then your pit stops become important. We are back to the team thing that we talked about. But the things that are not so good right now is aerodynamics. The cars are nothing but a big wing. Underneath, they're aerodynamically sucking the car to the ground. You can look at them on the, on the television set, and you can see that they're nothing but wings front and back, sides, everything with a wing on them. Now, if I was a guy running this outfit, I'd get rid of probably at least 90% of that, maybe a lot more. And then I think the fans would like it a lot better. The cars, I wouldn't have spec cars at all. There wouldn't be anything called a spec car anymore. And this isn't all the racing. It just goes that way because it's cheaper to make these cars if you make, say, 50 at a time than it is to make one at a time. In other words, per, per unit, you know. And and so there's lots of things like that that I think are bad. The mechanics don't touch an engine anymore. The mechanics never pull a spark plug, never look at a spark plug if it's pulled by somebody else, meaning the factory. They don't even know what they look like inside. The mechanics don't. <laughs> so it, what it's done is it's taken a lot away from the fans. Fans like to see a car different. They like to see a guy in California make one and a guy in Indiana, a guy in Ohio. They like to see different concepts. It's all possible. And, you know, they started this all off with the idea that it's going to be cheaper. That was the reason for it, and it made sense. Unfortunately, it went the other way. Now they're making all the pieces out of carbon fiber. Now, to the people that don't know what carbon fiber is that's listening to your show, it's it's a material. It's like aluminum, but it's lighter than aluminum. Twice, here's the, here's the concept, twice the strength of steel, half of the weight of aluminum. In general, that's what carbon fiber is. And, and it's and safer, the tubs, in other words, the frame that the driver sets in, it's way safer than it used to be. I mean, by tons. And and the problem is, is that everybody's got the same car. So if your mechanic and your team is equal to mine or mine is equal to yours, hey, and the drivers are all good, which they got to be pretty good to get here, then they're going to run basically the same speed. And this isn't really the good way to go. They need to get it back where the driver really works hard. You know, I haven't seen it seen a driver get blisters in Indy cars. Seen a driver get blisters in their hands almost since the days that Al and I were here during that era. And, and I think it's sad. I don't like it. I want the drivers to work harder. I'd like to take all the wings, practically get rid of everything. I take the underneath of the car. 
and I'd clean it up to where there'd be no more suction on the bottom of the race car under the racetrack, which we have way too much of it now. I'm telling you, the drivers, even though they're good, they're not working hard anymore. You don't even see a driver get out of the car sweating now. They need to make the drivers work harder. They need to make the mechanics do more work. All the all the mechanics do anymore, guys, is change parts because they're not allowed to change anything. I mean, and you get fined and penalized if they catch you even using using a different bolt or a different washer. Now, you asked me for the negatives, so I'm giving you some. <laughs> ask me some positives, and I'll give you that, too, you know? <laughs> Bobby Unser, with the 100th anniversary of the Indy 500 coming up, is there anything inside you that would like to be on that starting grid when those cars take the green flag? Oh, i tell you what, I'd, I'd like to do it so much you wouldn't believe it. In other words, that's where I was born. And this is where I was raised, you know, and if, if I could, if I could still drive and do it again, hey, give me a time machine. I'll show you a new little trick. I'll be in that race just like the other people will. My head knows what it's doing. Unfortunately, my body doesn't keep up sometimes. The guys that do these are, do this are in good shape, incidentally. Yes. I mean, the guys that you see winning races, they're super athletes. I mean, really good. And, you know, they don't know any difference because this is the way the cars were built when they started driving them. You have to kind of go back to my era, my brother's area, Parnelli's era, those type of heirs to those people to see real race cars again and see drivers really work hard. And then you see ah, the fans really would start growing again. Now, that's my concept. <laughs> Maybe everybody doesn't agree with it, see? Bobby Unser, you've won hundreds of races and championships. Is there one in all of your memory that stands out? What's the first one that comes to mind when somebody asks you what's your favorite win? Well, naturally, it has to be Indianapolis. Come on, this is the biggest single event in the world for single-day events, I'm sorry. And it's the largest race by far in the entire world. So if you win this thing, I mean, you've really done a big lick. In other words, you've really become famous. Everybody in the world knows you're good. You don't have to go around and tell people you're good anymore. They know it. And that's because it's the Indianapolis 500. That is number one and the largest of any sporting event of any kind on earth. So you know, we want to keep it that way. You know, and I'm proud of it. But to think that I wouldn't like to go do it again, boy, that'd be wrong, you know. I'd love <laughs> to do it again. Bobby Unser, I, one of the greatest drivers in the history of auto sports, joining Speed Freaks on a Sunday night. Kenny, just real quick, 13-time champion at Pikes Peak. I mean, yeah. this guy has done off-road. He's done open wheel. He's done dirt cars. He's got a championship in dirt cars. It's it's amazing the diversity of Bobby Unser's driving. Hey, could I just tell you guys a little deal on that? If we had the rules a little bit closer that I'm describing to you, then you'd see drivers going back and doing different circuits again. Hmm. Like, I'd like to see all these guys go run a major race, go run some sprint car races, go run a champ dirt cars, come and run Pikes Peak. Well, Pikes Peak paved now, so no no contest <laughs> there anymore. So, but go to Pikes Peak the whole day. That was a hard deal to do, see? And, and we have good racing all around the country. It's just that technology sometimes just takes over. 
And when it takes over, you get a little bit of bad from it, and that's what I'm describing to you. Wow. Still good racing, though, I'll guarantee you. Man, I mean, we saw, we saw the road race the other, yesterday here, colder than heck. Can't imagine how Indy could get so cold in the summer, but it did. And, but it was a good race, you know, and, and, uh, very, very, very competitive. Drivers weren't cold because they were in the car working, you know. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bobby, thanks for taking time out and joining us once again in the Lucas Oil Studios and the Speed Freaks Pits, buddy. Uh, it's nice being out with you guys, and you're welcome to call me anytime. Love talking to you. Thank you, Bobby. All right. You guys be good.